Welcome to episode 62 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I am another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. How are you today? Evening. Evening. We're, we're recording this the evening. Saturday evening, late into the evening, late for us. Yeah. Because well, generally... There's lots of noise in the summer. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it at nauseum, but yeah, we mm-hmm. live in the, the hell mouth of yard work, <laughs> you know? Lawnmowers I don't know why people whackers. can't just let their grass grow. By the way, this like neighbor, we do. the neighbor over here has the the loudest <laughs> weed. Like I, I seriously, it's either really, really old or really, really powerful. I don't know what's happening. Well, it's whoever he hires. Oh my god, it's so loud. It's crazy. I think it's it fun was, to wake up to. <laughs> I think it was purchased circa 1977. Yeah, seriously. Um. Anyway, so that's what yeah. we're doing, and um, so we have some things to talk about. Yeah. This week, yeah. no guest, even though. We had one last week. He thought, oh, well, these guys yeah. are on a roll now. No, we weren't supposed to really have guests yeah. before this film because just, there's just not a whole lot of time for like, hey, what time's good for you? Are you, gonna, uh, yeah, you yeah. Know? And then you're like in the middle of storyboarding where yeah. we got to stop. And, you know, so we figured guests would be a little bit tough. But we, we snuck we snuck some folks in there. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, the rainforest is burning, so we're all going to die. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, I'm not going to pretend that I know which sites are valid in terms of donations and help, but mm-hmm. uh, do 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 your research and I yeah. don't know, spread the word or something because it's kind of important. The Earth's lungs are on fire. Yeah, it's kind of important. Just yeah, a smidge. If there's any um, people that are listening that have like billions of dollars, can you just buy it? Yeah, and then stop it. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd, if, if I had a billion dollars, I would do it. Is that how is that the going rate for the rainforest? I don't know. I don't know what it is. It can't be much. It can't be that much because isn't isn't Greenland only like six hundred million or something? I don't know. I don't know. We don't own that yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> so, we will though. Don't you worry. We're about still it. negotiating yeah. that apparently. Um. So. Jeez, they won't sell us their country. Yeah. Like whatever. Um. Anyhow, so yeah, so that sucks, and um, I'm trying not to be completely paranoid about that but it's getting a little bit tough because we're starting to hit critical um yeah acreage here yeah um but so if you'd like to join me in denial i'm just going to talk about stuff that's generally unimportant but yeah we're um, here to for as this well, this is an escape but pulls from me from that. the winter of my discontent yeah so yeah so we uh we snuck a movie in last week we did we tr- we Used to be, at least I used to be so much better about this because I would watch movies a lot, but it just hasn't, it just has so much going on. So we were like, let's sneak something in so we can at least talk about a movie because this is a film podcast. True. That so, is the truth. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Disney Sony War mm-hmm. and whatever the hell's going on there. Yep. I got some things to say about the Apple versus Red. Mm-hmm. And we finished The Handmaid's Tale. We finished The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. So what do you want to start with there, bud? Um, let's get my nerdiness out of the way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it turns out Apple is suing Red. And um, so I, I didn't do a ton of research, but I, I, I did a little bit of research mm-hmm. um, to figure out exactly what was going on because I always thought Red and Apple had a good relationship. And there was actually a point when Red came out with the Red Raven that you could buy those at an Apple store. Mm-hmm. It was like the only time I think Red had, well, I know mean, you can buy them now, but at the time it was like the only place you could buy a Red, like, hmm. you know, you can get them at like B&H and whatever now. But um, so anyway, so I thought it was intriguing and it turns out, so there's a little bit of a backstory. So everybody like, so 
All right. I want to organize this so I'm not all over the place like I usually am. But so red is very expensive, you know. Uh, yeah. And so a lot of their um, their gear, you know, the memory cards and mm-hmm. the mounts and all those, the various accoutrements, mm-hmm. all that stuff can be very pricey. And a lot of people are like, what, why is why is this side handle a thousand dollars? It's literally just a button, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, I wonder what other company charges ridiculous amounts for accessories. I know. It's I almost like want to just put them in a fire pit and let them <laughs> kill each other. But whatever. I don't I don't hate Apple that much or Red necessarily. But whatever. Anyway. So yeah, yeah, I know you do. But so, I don't hate them. I just I just think that Apple's a pile of garbage, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And Red, I don't have anything against. It's just we don't use red so yeah whatever i use it at work and it's fine yeah that's fine but at yeah. home you know we're team black magic so. yeah team black magic um so so one of the things that were really expensive that people were like hmm, i wonder why that is is there is there the memory cards you put in to record mm-hmm. the data which and is it, kind of important yes <laughs> and it's proprietary right you can't just go buy any off-the-shelf card and slap it in there it has to be red specific and um linus um linus from linus tech tips Broke it down. I thought you were getting into something about the peanuts. Oh, no. Yeah. Linus <laughs> like, was sad and he had his... <laughs> How did we get to Snoopy? What's happening? Yeah. All right. Sorry. But there's this Canadian uh, YouTuber. His name is Linus Tech Tips and he has like millions of viewers and he's all right. He's cool. Um, but he like took basically like took apart and broke down what actually is mm-hmm. the inside of this red mag. It's just basically like, is it just an SSD or whatever? And it turns out like there's some, I don't really know if there's proprietary hardware, there's proprietary software that, you know, so the, um, when you're writing the data to the card, it can, you know, it, it knows that it's a red card and it knows like all this stuff. So there's like proprietary stuff in there, but it's based at the end, but essentially it's just like, any kind of like SSD, like mm-hmm. that you can buy for like a hundred bucks, right. or depending on what size it is, you know. Yeah. So, and you know, companies mark stuff up because how many mega gigis it has? Yeah, mega gigis. Um, so companies mark things up because you're not paying just for the bare materials; you're paying for the R and D and you know all that stuff. So that's fine. But you know, they were marking it up like you know, like ten times mm-hmm. something ridiculous. So this company called Ginny Mag, they came out with red mags that you can put in there and record onto for like half the price or less even. I don't imagine they'd appreciate that very much. No, they were not happy about that. So um, in response, they actually ended up lowering the prices of some of their red mags. Mm -hmm. Um, But so then, so how does this get to Apple, right? So then Apple, so red has a patent for recording raw internally on a camera. Really? Yes. How do you patent that? It's just the the way it's it's a debayered raw, which is super nerdy talk for like a specific type of raw. So basically, when you record raw, for people that don't know, you're just recording raw data off the sensor before mm-hmm. you a- apply any ISO or any yeah. of that sort of stuff. Um, and so Red had patented that when they came out with the Red One. It was like the first camera, not the first camera to do it, but you know one of the first, and they had had a patent on it. Um, and well, so just just I'm just gonna yes. stop just in case uh, someone doesn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're shooting in raw, you have the opportunity to manipulate things later. Whereas yes. if you don't shoot in raw, you're stuck with the footage that you have. If you didn't, well, like, you, you could, can't f with it as much as you can with raw. But some people don't like shooting in raw; they're very against it. Yeah, because it's there's big file sizes, and some people don't feel like you need to. If you're lighting your scene properly, you shouldn't have to do a lot of, uh, you know, doctoring after the fact, you know. Yeah, but sometimes things look great on that monitor and then they don't. Yeah. When you're, 
yeah, know, and then you can rendering over... your footage and stuff, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's and now there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So God. I I am a huge proponent of raw because why not? Right. You know, if mm-hmm. it looks great, then I, there's very little I have to do. But I I want the option to be able to go in and and manipulate stuff if I have to, because Lord knows everybody that's been on a film shoot knows that you know everything goes wrong. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like um it's, you know what is that what is that. Uh, Saying when something can go wrong, Murphy's Law. That's what it was. It's like a band, right? There's a punk band in the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway. So, yeah, I mean, that whole raw debate can be like a whole podcast in and of itself. But back to the point is that so they patented this thing, and, and companies like Sony and Ari, they record raw and Panasonic, maybe too. Um, they record raw internally, but then they pay Red a fee, a licensing fee, a licensing fee or whatever for that. Um, for that right to be able to do that because they own the patent. Mm. Red, Red does. So, but Ginny Mag had this whole breakdown about how when, because they're in trouble too because they're recording raw internally onto those cards. You know, mm-hmm. so they want, you know, there's this whole big legal battle about it. So... I would use them just on principle over Red. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so the way the patent works, I don't know, I'm not a patent lawyer, so I don't know any... You're not? No. No, not yet. Not yet. I got six more months to go. I'm in so much trouble. Yeah. But apparently, I guess part of the patent was saying how, like, it had to be done by this certain date. And I don't know. I I haven't watched the video yet. But apparently, Ginny Meg had this whole breakdown about how Red actually did not secure the patent because of some kind of, you know, there was always some kind of weird yeah, thing they didn't some do. some fine print. Yeah, some kind of weird thing. So then Apple... You signed this on a Tuesday? Well, yeah, that's yeah. void if you sign on Tuesday. So then Apple is now suing um, Red because Apple has their own RAW codec, which is ProRes RAW, mm-hmm. and they want to put... They want camera manufacturers to be able to put that in their cameras mm-hmm. so that those cameras can record RAW internally, but they don't want the, they don't want to have to pay... The licensing fees for okay, it. Okay, but they would be paying Red. Right, they don't want to have to pay Red. So they're suing them. So they're 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 basically suing Red, saying that they they basically um you know that they didn't have the uh, they didn't have the patent in time or whatever you know whatever rule that they feel that Ginny mm-hmm. Mag feel that they broke and um. But so, I'm so yeah. confused. Yeah. How did if if uh, uh Aunt Ginny over there? Yeah. How the hell is that an apple? Well, this is Apple. It, it's not. It's not like they got together or anything. But this is kind of what started all of the. the so are they because in, because Ginny Mag had this breakdown. Apple took that breakdown and was like, "Hey, you don't have the right to this patent. Okay. Let's. Um, we're going to okay. sue you." And it's all basically because Apple wants ProRes RAW and everything. You know, that's like their codec and it's their raw codec, and they want to be able to have it in Sony cameras and Panasonic cameras and all this stuff, but then, you know, they don't want to have to pay the licensing fees for all of it. It's just so, some weird clicky war, and they yeah, certainly really have is. the money for all types of things, considering what they charge for their goddamn phones and computers. And I had no idea prior to, to you know, reading this short um, article, I had no idea that Red patented raw recording. Yeah, that now, just when Magic, you said that, I was like, how? And and more nerd talk is that Black Magic they record raw internally, but they get around it because they do a partial debayer in the camera, and then they have your raw files where Red only patented a full debayer or zero debayer, whatever whatever one doesn't touch it, and then it comes in. I love a partial debayer in the morning. You know? I tell you, you know. So I don't have to worry about it because we're Team Black Clearly. Magic. 
and, and they got their shit together. But um, so, yeah, this, it's just basically two big clicky companies clicking it out to see who's going to pay who's the less. clickiest. Yeah. <laughs> but I would think that like if you're Ari, if you're Sony or Panasonic, that you would maybe jump on Apple's side because then you're like, hey, I don't have to pay these. Well, I would assume fees. so. Yeah. But companies like Ari and those companies, they they just paying licensing fees are just part of business because they're not building every single component themselves. They're mm-hmm. licensing out, oh, a handle, a button, you know, whatever it is. They're licensing out all this stuff. So that's just part of doing business. But Apple, you know, they got to, you know, they got to pinch pennies. You know, they're struggling. Bastards, they're struggling so, right now. Yeah, they so don't want to have to pay for anything. You know, they're struggling. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, that's the. How is Apple not come out with a camera or has this been spoken about already not that i know of i just i've heard (laughs) if they're if they're getting all you know bajiggy about what red is doing with their cameras i'm surprised they're not like we're gonna make our own camera yeah there's just too much that that's a heavy it's a heavy kind of lift to get into i mean that's a whole they, they barely came out with mac pros you know they've been struggling so they don't they don't really i don't know they don't treat their the pro market very well. So yeah, I, but if they had a camera, then they could they could charge you ten thousand dollars for the camera and then another seventeen thousand dollars for the buttons. Right. Well, Red always already does that. So <laughs> market's full of bastards that want to steal your money. Well, so that's that's the big war. Um, I thought it was right. I thought it was interesting because I didn't know about the the Red patent thing. Yeah, that sounds kind um, of uh, obscene. Quite and, honestly, and Apple, you know, trying to get ProRes raw and everything and blah blah blah. I thought it was interesting. Well, we could segue right into the next argument. Yeah. Speaking of people at war, it turns out that um, Disney and Sony. Deetney. Deetney and Sony are at war over Speederman. Yeah. I don't have a horse in this race. Yeah. I really don't care. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't, you know, these are sort of things. It's hard to, to know what, what really went down, you know, because it's like, you know, this person, oh, they wanted... The, the going rumor that I well, heard, I guess, apparently, is that, like his daughter is on the side of Sony. Whose daughter? Walt Disney's daughter? No, Lee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stan Lee's daughter. Yeah, is on the side of who? Sony. Sony. Yeah, because she doesn't think that Disney treated her father well. Yeah, but then isn't there a rumor that she like starved her father and like kept him in a closet or oh, some really? shit like know. that? Yeah. I had read a, an article headline, so I'm not going to lie. Like I read the whole article. But I read the article headline stating something about how she's unhappy with how Disney treated her father and her, his legacy. Mm. Well, who knows? Yeah. I'm sure she's got plenty of money. Oh, yeah. Um, so, But it's again, not all about money always, you know? I think it, I think it is about money, quite honestly. Yeah. I think it's about money. Because she wants... Uh, she obviously wants to go with the company that's going to give her more money. Yeah. Or get her more money or royalties or whatever the hell, however they work it. Um, I'm like on the fence because... Again, I don't really care. Spider, whatever. I don't yeah. care. Um, but I find I I find Disney World wildly entertaining. Sure. So it's kind of a catch twenty two. Yeah. Because I do love going to Disney World. I've only been twice because it's so fucking expensive. Yeah. And it's expensive because Disney's a bunch of greedy bastards. Them and Apple are like uh, you know mm-hmm. first cousins. I think. And red. And uh, and Amazon yeah, is just uh, hosting the dinner yeah. for these huh. bastards. Who would have thought that companies would be greedy? I know. It's so crazy. weird. Giant successful companies would be greedy. Um, but then on the other hand, you know, just with like just the way Disney works, everything, you know, t- oh, we're going to pull from Netflix and mm-hmm. have our own yeah. thing. And now if you want to watch Disney stuff, you have to buy only Disney Channel and uh, got to buy a whole other plan. And, you know, 
uh, I'm still sour about the fact that uh, Daredevil's, Daredevil's not on. Yeah. Okay, because of I I could care less about any of those shows. Really, I didn't. There weren't any that I was like, ooh, that was the only one. And not just as a Marvel show, but mm-hmm. as a show. Yeah, I looked yeah. forward to that as a show. Sure, yeah. I had no idea what was going on with the characters because I'm not really too familiar with Daredevil. I know very little about Daredevil. Mm. Um, but that show was just... Because you, you, were, you were a huge uh, fan of the Ben Affleck version of Daredevil, right? <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> phenomenal. Um <laughs> So I I don't know. It's just, it's so rare that they get a show right like that. And the fighting mm-hmm. scenes were fantastic. And he's just adorbs. And he was, yeah. you know, he yeah, just played the role so well. Mm-hmm. And he did, he just did it justice. And I thought like, okay, so now you're, well, you know, it's not because of that. It's because of that. No, it's not. You know, if you wanted to keep it on, let Netflix, I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's, it's like a, a, a family argument that I don't want to get into the middle of. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's a lot of and you know that skeletons no who in the closet. Wins, you lose. You lose. You're going to get yelled <laughs> so. at. But, you know, uh, just a quick side note on Disney, they they own 70% of like the top, you know, 20 yeah. movie or whatever it is, like most, you know, of the year, of the year you know, so like they're making They're like money the Amazon of like. Right. And so I guess the last I heard about the the you know, lawsuit or the breakdown, whatever was happening was that um, Sony want, uh, Disney wanted Sony to pony up more for production of, of making the Spider-Man films. Mm -hmm. And Sony didn't want to do that. There may be other things about how like Sony wanted more of like the sales of products and stuff like that. But I'm not sure, but I know a lot of people are upset. I don't Sony see to me, Look, I'm not a fan of either side, but I feel like Sony was like, "Hey, into the Sp- into the Spider Verse was so popular. Venom was sort of popular, mm. did well. It did well anyway. Mm. Um, and so now they're like, not well enough to do that again. As much a, as I love him, they're making a sequel. I'm aware. That's why I made the yeah. comment. Oh, gotcha. So I don't know. I feel like it's it's very dangerous for them to do that. I don't know if, and I don't know if this means that he's out of the MCU or if. They'll work out a deal where, like, you know, um, they some of the characters from the MCU can come over to a Spider-Man movie or or whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, and, and they still have time to work stuff out. Yeah. But the the fan backlash has been pretty intense. I try to stay away from it because, as much as I love Spider-Man and I and I love Tom Holland, um, I don't want to like. I don't know. I feel like they got to work it out because there's so much money to be made. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing that none of these things are real. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, I don't really have a, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a, I love nerdy movies and I love comic book hero m- movies a lot, but you know, I don't want to, I'm not like going to get upset and I'm start yelling online sit, about it. I'm forced to sit through the Spiderman and I didn't watch the last one, obviously, um, because I was watching Midsummer. but mm-hmm. um, the, the latter I tend, I tended to enjoy mm-hmm. a bit more. So they're. Tom Holland is got charisma there, yeah. up the wazoo. Well, there was just the casting was better yeah. and it seemed, you know, they they did better than uh god, what's his face? I don't I didn't like Sam any Rainey. of those. Sam Raimi or Sam Raimi? Yeah. Those yeah. are just Spider-Man 2, Sam Raimi Spider-Man 2 is still can't. like probably just... one of my favorites. There's there's nothing about Toby Maguire that, that makes teenager. me think <laughs> teenager uh strength, physical strength. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. There's nothing about that guy that makes me think that. And he was obviously much younger mm-hmm. at the time. 
Um, Andrew yeah, Garfield but, was but still, quite older, you yeah. know, to, to play Spider-Man. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just like Toby Maguire just just made no sense in that mm-hmm. part. Sp- Spider-Man's and a tough Kirsten one. Dunst. It was just yeah. like this. It, it felt so campy. And your boy uh, James Franco. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I'm just gonna clench my bowels for a moment. And that that one in particular, because there's been so many iterations so quickly. I just you know, there were just too many, and yeah. then there was like a disco scene or something like in one of them. Like no, some, yeah, the I, I was one, just yeah. like, what the fuck is happening right yeah. now? So I I appreciate that they've at least evolved, mm-hmm. but there's just so many. How many people are going to play this part? Yeah, like is, I don't know. okay. So like for instance, right now, since everyone takes these, you know, the comic the comic book movies are they're very serious about this. Yeah. Okay, it's like the Star Wars people. I get it. Um, Let's say right now somebody else was like, "Fuck it, we're bringing Iron Man back." It's not Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. No one Possibly. would have. No one's gonna like that. No one is gonna think of Iron Man and be like, "Sure, Matt Damon's Iron Man." I totally. Well, that's why the, not. That's the beauty of the comic books is there's just practically an unlimited amount of He's characters they can just bring in. Far too established as that character for you no, to I mean, change. We don't it. ever have to bring Iron Man back ever. You know. We yeah, can, I know, we but I'm saying, but I'm you didn't need to bring Spider Man back either. 14 times, but yeah. you did. Yeah. Right? So if you try to bring Iron Man back and you make it somebody else, nobody else can be Captain America. Yeah. The Hulk, they've tried. They keep yeah, just kind of going yeah. through them. Who's going to fit? Who's going to fit? Yep. I still think Mark Ruffalo is probably the better of the ones they've chosen. But, you know, you can't just go switch it now. It yeah. just doesn't make, you know, so with when these movies came out, it was like, wait, another person's, but oh, no, they're changing it again. Oh, okay. Mm. All right. We're just going to filter through this. Just stop. So um, I guess that's that word. They'll figure it out because it's a corporation and it's money and people will pay lots of money and some things. I'm not worried about this. Yeah, I'm not worried either. If if they work it out, great. If they don't, that's great too. I'm sure they'll make something and Whatever. hopefully it'll be good. Who knows? Yeah. So um, uh, again, so we, we decided to, to sneak in a film mm-hmm. and we... Watched Ben is Back, which was written and directed by Peter Hedges. I believe he's done kind of like very like indie mm. type films. Yes. Um, and it was starring Julia Roberts and Lucas Hedges, who were like kind of the main characters in this. There, there, Who's there were... the son of the director. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, right? Yeah. He's related or something. Yeah. He, he wasn't going to cast him. And then I had read this on IMDb, I think, or somewhere. They weren't going to cast him but then julia roberts saw him in something else and was like you have to cast this guy he's great i i only know him i remembered him from three billboards yeah oh yeah that's what i kind of remember him from um and so here's the thing about this film i i remember seeing the trailer for it quite some time ago Mm -hmm. and then like with so many things because a billion films come out that I'm interested in. I forget. I write, you know, I put it on a list. I have it in my phone. And then I go, oh, that's right. I never saw that film. So we decided to watch that movie. And I have to say that from what I had seen in the trailers, I was not expecting this film. It's quite misleading. The trailer seems I don't know if I saw the like, trailer. You probably didn't. Yeah, I have a, a mild obsession with just watch once I get into the zone, I, I'll watch like 15 or 16 trailers in a row. And it was it reminded me of a bit of an edgier type of home for the holidays kind of movie, mm. you know, where it's like there's dysfunction, but it was sort of heartwarming function. function. <laughs> What's yeah? Um, just sort of heartwarming. 
it went in a complete uh, it was like drug dealers yeah. murder like, like kidnapping animals it just went into this whole other direction I the, the, yeah the trailer didn't paint it that way it didn't. I mean, the, the trailer, you were like, okay, this kid's trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, she obviously, that's her son, so she's happy to see him, but everybody else is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a, you know, a former addict or addict. I don't, you know, I don't remember how long he had been sober. I think maybe like 90 days or something like that. Um, yeah, and so obviously he had put his family through the ringer. And so mm-hmm. there was that. But I just didn't think that it was going to go on this like drug fueled chase or something. Yeah. It's a very different film than it's advertised as. And I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ending yeah. was just magoo for me. I was going to say, I, I wasn't a big fan of the ending. I mean, technically it was fine. You know, like it was shot well yeah, and I mean, everything. it didn't like but, ruin the whole film. Yeah, but it was like, uh, yeah. And it was like the the very ending. Yeah, the literal know? last scene of the film, yeah. the last shot in the film. And I was just like, oh. And I didn't really get the point of it you know because i was looking for you know the characters you know generally have an arc through a film not that they have to but generally do and i just didn't really see when the the film ended i I didn't i wasn't sure how i was supposed to feel about the character well well this i i do but it would be a spoiler yeah Um, i mean i know i know how I, i i know how i felt it's not like i didn't know like i felt a certain way about it but i don't know if that's what the filmmaker intended i think it was you know the i'm just sort of paraphrasing for the type of mentality mm-hmm. and the way that people um sort of view it is an addict an addict yeah and that that to me was it but for me it was way too convenient like the last 20 minutes 25 minutes of the film just were the timing was like oh isn't that convenient yeah. <laughs> um and that that's where you kind of lost me before that um you know where where he kind of gets shady i'm like oh oh i mean i knew it was kind of coming but you know it's like oh oh okay then it just got a little too convenient towards the end and Mm -hmm. it was like uh, um so i mean i would give it like a b yeah like between a b and a b minus it wasn't my favorite i guess if i i liked it but it i don't know yeah like i wouldn't i wouldn't go like oh my god go watch that you know um i would agree with that assessment yeah yeah well, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, also. And, yeah, oh. oh what? 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 What, happened? Huh? what? What happened? What were you going to say? I just wanted to say, because I'll forget it by the end, because it popped into my head, that if you're local, um, the Village of Brewster Film Fest mm. is currently going. They started on Thursday, and they're going through till Labor Day, I believe. It's a long one this year. Yeah, they went... They went whole hog. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it's like every day. I mean, I think they're well, doing. Yeah. It's like spread. They they had yeah. films today, and I think they're actually there. There's a there was a party or something that's cur- currently going on as we speak mm-hmm. for like meeting the filmmakers. Unfortunately, we are like in storyboarding mode. We were supposed to actually do stuff today. We we're like, nope, can't do it. Yeah. So. And I know you're probably wondering, how the long is this guy going to goddamn storyboard for? Jesus Christ. Forever. So. Just go to our uh, a Vital Sign page and you can see yeah. um, the, how, how that's progressing. But I'm doing all the blocking and I'm doing like a rough lighting pass to kind of see how light is going to be. You know how lighting is going to work in the in the space. So. Well, you, you're basically making the entire film in 3D. Well, sort of. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not. Not adding movement to it, yeah. yeah but, um, but but I'm placing them, I'm blocking them, I'm seeing where the lights need to be, I'm seeing where the, if lot. the camera can fit there. So yeah, I mean, it's very different from just like here, draw this on a piece of paper. Yeah. So this is going to go here, this is going to go yeah. here. And, I, and normally, it, 
it wouldn't take this long, but I feel like the space is so confining that I really need to work all this stuff out. Yeah. Because it's a small space. Yeah. Well, so if you if you are local in upstate New York, um, go to the Village of Brewster Film Fest. It's I'll put all the links. Yeah, I'll put all the links and, and check them out. And if you can, our, our film, The Gaffer, is going to be playing next Saturday on the 1st. Mm-hmm. But we are unfortunately still having to work. I want to say unfortunately because it's for our film. But it's yeah. just we we intended to go. We we always try to go. Um, but we're... Uh, we just we have we have so it is it's coming in on us so quick yeah <laughs> that I'm it's like you starting like you to have all like this time panic. And you, you do all this work and then the closer you get you're like oh my god there's just this is the biggest film we've ever done so yeah there's just so much work to do and it's literally just both of us doing it we don't have a producer we don't have any of that you know we're doing everything yeah buying all the props you know, doing all the, all the I have design. like yeah I have like a whole checklist of every prop that's going to be in the film what i've bought for it what we still have to buy for mm-hmm. it um i'm like partially packing so that it's not all being done at the last minute when you yeah. consider that you're you're housing um six people mm-hmm. and then 10 during you know filming that's like it's stuff you don't think about like okay well it's it's a house of six people well what if somebody forgets shampoo what yeah. if two people forget shampoo? Yeah. Oh, I didn't bring shampoo. Okay. Well, if we bring just enough for us, so it's like, got to buy enough for mm-hmm. everybody. And what if you have this? What if, it, what if you need a Band-Aid? Who does it, <laughs> do yeah. we have any Band-Aids? Make sure you bring yeah. the stuff. It's you're all living stuff. living for, for Yeah, a, you're, a you're, you're living. living. It's not just like a vacation. It's because if somebody cuts themselves and we didn't bring Neosporin or a Band-Aid, we don't have time, especially there, because it's not like, oh, go to the store yeah. that's down the road. It's 20 minutes away before mm-hmm. you get to town. So like, there is no quick... You know, that you don't have time. That that could literally kill your schedule mm-hmm. if somebody rolls their ankle, believe it or not. I have ace bandage packed because I'm like, what if somebody rolls their ankle? Yeah, we will be in the woods. So. <laughs> like, it's just our luck that somebody's going to twist an ankle and it's like, who's got ace bandage? Nobody. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm kind of like... I'm like a, a like some crazy Martha Stewart <laughs> filming. <laughs> it's like, does anybody have any emodium? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I brought that in case someone had indigestion. Um, and the one thing that happens will be the one thing I'm not prepared for. Of course, uh, of course. But uh, I'm trying. So, so we're very. Ooh, yeah, we're there's in, a whole lot. We're in last last. Uh, we're down to the the final stretch. Yeah, we will be going to Boston for two days yeah. this week. This this coming week. Um, and it's, it's a little bit, it's partially business. And then it's also just like getting out of it. Cause when I think of anything here mm-hmm. in upstate, in this County, it's like the film, the film, the film. And it's just, we haven't gone somewhere that no. wasn't here in like three and a half or four years almost. And so it was just like, all right, we need to go somewhere just else to kind of recharge and yeah and, and, and i'm and sure we'll final, we'll final totally to wind go. up talking about the film the whole time oh, i'm sure and this isn't like oh we're gonna be on some fancy you know like we're just like we rented a room two days in Boston. <laughs> like we rented a room yeah. and uh that's it and so yeah that's gonna be that we'll talk about that i guess when yeah we get back Next and week. um yeah and then so the the last thing we we're gonna talk about is the handmaid's tale we kind of waited because they they do release weekly, which is so frustrating. That's yeah. the one thing about Hulu that drives me nuts. Yeah, I would rather them just go like, okay, Here you, you got to go. wait another month because we we're gonna get them all out there. Um, I think they do let you watch like two when it starts or something. They'll release oh, like yeah, the first yeah. two episodes or three or something, and then you go on. I don't remember how many episodes. So it works. 
I'm sorry. Am I boring you? <laughs> yeah, this fucking podcast. Christ. Jesus. Uh, so, yeah. You've Are we talking like, spoilers? I don't want to get too spoily okay. because maybe, spoily. maybe people haven't seen it. Um, I'm not going to talk about it again, though. So it, it may be if you haven't seen it, then maybe end the episode here. Maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> um, or if you don't care. <laughs> you know, if you don't care about watching it, don't you know. care about this. Um, well, I am still a fan of the show. I know you kind of are like uh, uh, kind of on the fence. You're you're about it right now, teeter. just because. I mean, look, it's some of the shots that they do, like that they that they work into. Like you can have a a really pretty shot, but it has to work within the narrative structure of the film. You can't just be like, oh, I need a picture of this person over on the at this big table, so I'm gonna make this beautiful shot, but it doesn't make sense. But they do such a good job of putting these really pretty shots that could be like a poster, you know? Mm. Um, and, you know, the lighting is always on point, you know, it's, it's just so well made, but I'm just like, come on. I just feel like it's, 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 it's like, I, I feel like nothing's happening. I mean, stuff's happening obviously, but I just feel like, you know, you set up this, this world in this kind of goal, I guess, in the first season and we're still not, doing anything like well it's not easy to do that's no i know that but it's like you know um this whole thing like with with her daughter it's like well she loves her daughter but then like what is she i I don't know i I don't know i mean i can kind of see my my only and 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 some of the motivations of mrs waterford i'm like why but she and now she well i think yeah i think she she kind of turned on a dime a little too quickly Mm-hmm. There, um, yeah, um, I think she turned a little too too quickly. But the thing with my my only thing is like Alfred's character. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they haven't murdered her yet. That's the thing, right? Man. Like if it's she like was she, anyone else, yeah. they would have been like, "You're done," and they would have yeah. just shot her or hung her yeah. in town, like they do to everybody else. But obviously, she's sort of the protagonist and antagonist yeah. in the show. But I don't so, feel like you know, and it's and this this goes to you know just making shows and 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 whatever but like she's sh- like she's gonna come out of this physically unscathed right she's not gonna they're not gonna take maybe. her eye out or her tongue maybe out or we don't know finger off or something um and i feel like if she had to deal with repercussions like that it would kind of make it more believable because she is just being so um well, mrs uh, waterford lost it she lost a finger for the cause and then like just yeah. went right back to it went right back to it but she's but um Elizabeth Moss's character has done just so much stuff that she, that other people have done less and gotten punished and everything mm-hmm. for. Um, I don't know why they feel she's so special that she's kind of untouchable, you know, within, you know, within reason, obviously. But, you know, if she were to kill someone, I'm sure they would do something about it. But I just, I feel like it lowers the stakes when you know nothing's going to happen to her. Sort of, bit, yeah. You know? I, I can, I can definitely see that, but I'm, I'm just still invested. I think that. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'll follow it out. I'll follow I think through, that but I feel like they're just milking it. It's slow moving for sure, and I don't know how many more seasons they're gonna do of this. I personally would like to see the next season be the last. I think that mm. I don't want them to to game of to, to thrones it. Yeah, you know, and then it just will. be like, let's just drag this out for another three, four years. You mm-hmm. know, I think the story is starting to get to the point where we're like, okay, let's wrap this up while it's still interesting and Mm. and and fresh or whatever or or you know have a big move you know like um if if next season was all about um you know them 
fighting back and taking over the country or, you know, so, you know what I mean? Or, or some craziness happens where it like kind of, it kind of um, uh, resets the show in, in a sort of way. And they, if they, if they wanted to kind of milk it, they could at least do that. I would like to see it. If I would she, like to see it. I didn't read because, any of the books, so I don't yeah, really I don't know, know where this goes, but I would like to see if she ever makes it out, which is obviously the, like what we want to see, right? We mm-hmm. wanted to see her grab her daughter and make, make it out. Make it out. Yeah. Uh, I don't even really think, I don't, I don't even really think like, Oh, I hope she can grab her daughter. I'm just thinking like if she can get out at this point, because she's had opportunities she, to get out. Yeah, I know that. And that's, that's the thing, but I'm just saying if she manages to get out, let's mm. say, and she goes and she's with her husband and her friend, and everything, I would like to see where she takes that because but there's no she... way you come. That's my only thing is like, you come back, you're cut, you're all shades of messed up. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's getting out of there, obviously, and you want to get out of there. But there's so much therapy that would be oh, yeah. required um, because how do you function normally after experiencing something Plus, like I don't that really for so know many years at this long... point? It's been a couple years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been a couple years. So, yeah, I mean, that's – I would like – yeah, I think next season there has to be – there has something has to happen. Like there has to be some dramatic turn. There was kind of a big thing in this season, though. That yeah. was, there was a yeah. moment where I threw my hands up in the air. I don't know. That and was gasped. No, and that's still not resolved. So well, right? no, that's go because it happens in this like second to last episode or yeah. something. So there wasn't a whole lot of time to really address. No, no, that. but they left it like that on purpose. So yeah, we, we'll we'll know. But look, that's not a spoiler. They they always leave you on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Something always big happens, and they leave you on that cliffhanger. And but that, this was for no them different. to like you know start the next season within the first couple episodes back to business. I, then I'm like, come on, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess. That would that would, but it all depends what happened. I guess yeah. you know if if there's a a good enough explanation there, then perhaps it would make enough sense. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, because if you think about, yeah, I guess you know that's a fair point. You know, the there's a couple incidents that happened that would really change a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can, you know, they can easily write themselves out of it if they don't want to have to, you know, pick up where they left yeah, off. Yeah, go too far with anything. But I think they need to. I think they really need to. I, it's feeling very because they don't do that, do they? I think every season. They've left you on a cliffhanger, and then in the following season, it picks up however much time later. They've never gone like, okay, this is what happened in the last mm. episode of this season, and we're going to pick up 10 minutes from that. And yeah. and it's always like, okay, two months later or however many weeks yeah. later. Because that... that's when shows start to feel like boring and claustrophobic, you know? Yeah. If not for the great performances and great cinematography. I mean, and the story's solid, too. It's just that. They're just, I feel like this is the beginning of them milking it. And that's my fear. I feel that way about Killing Eve. Mm. I really enjoy that show. Yeah, it's great. But it's getting to a point where I'm like, let's face it. Nothing's going to happen to Villanelle. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen to Eve. So maybe, maybe not, right? But it's it's this like cat and mouse chase, cat and mouse chase. Like, all right, so we've done this already. And so let's, I kind of- Find someone else. So, yeah, like I don't know. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Find some, <laughs> some guy named Steve. Or just kill all the Ebes. Killing Jennifer. Yeah. Killing um, Bill. I think I think if that's the sort of if they're going in that same direction, maybe next season should be I I love the show. Mm-hmm. That char- Villanelle's character is just she plays that so damn well. Mm-hmm. Jodie Comer is an amazing actor, an amazing character actor. Yeah. But I'm not talking about the performances; those are stellar. It's just the storyline. It's just yeah. kind of you know, like all right, let's um, 
I guess let's just kind of wrap this up or take it in a whole other direction so that you can kind of add some freshness to it. Yeah. Because it's it starts to just become predictable. But it's not a it's not an American show. No. So I'm surprised that they would keep No, but I think a out. lot of uh, it's it's known here. Yeah. You know, there's like BBC shows that Americans are like, "Huh?" Eh. Yeah. That that and one a lot of people it. do know, so Yeah. They may go like, "Hey, we got the Americans. Drag it out. They love, they love that, that shit." shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I guess we'll see we'll see where where that goes. Mm. But that's really it. Yeah, that's it. That's all we have to talk oh, about. Uh, one oh, last what? thing. So um, I saw the Mandalorian trailer. Did you see that? No. It's it's essentially like a Star Wars show that's going to be on Disney Plus, like a live action oh, show. I definitely didn't see that then. Looks so good. Is it sucker a, man? I just I just I'm like dying a, to see it. Like an animation? No, it's like a real show, hmm. like an actual show. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard, I think, directed an episode. I'm gonna have to watch that, aren't I? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's about like the bounty hunter. So it's kind of like a space western. So like about you know the bounty hunters in in Star Wars. I guess sure. it follows a, one of the bounty hunters or a bounty hunter. Um, Carl Weathers is in it. <laughs> Remember Carl Weathers? <laughs> the bounty hunters in Star Wars. I'm still trying to figure out who they are. But with the mask with the little sliver in it. Sure. No. Uh, I'll show you. That's not Boba Fett or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, just say there's Boba a whole, Fett. There's a whole, um, you know, there's, he's not like, the, you know, there's tons of them. So this is, I assume, following the life of If you of say Boba, that I know because I'm yeah. like, all right, the green guy with the red. Yeah. The, he's got the He's a green stormtrooper. <laughs> the, yeah, the army stormtroopers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. See, I know a little bit, yeah. right? A little bit. Yeah, you got I'm it. A little bit going on. You got it. Sorry. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I have, of course, obviously, as we all know, I, I don't follow Star Wars. I don't really care about them. But um, because I have a sick fixation with Disney, I am still totally excited to go to Star Wars just because I, I know they're going to nail that architecture and yeah. they're just going to do such a good job of it. So it's like I'm excited to go see that. I'm not going to know what the hell yeah. is going on on those rides when they're like, hey, release, you know, Bajingi chambers into the the, the stratosphere yeah, yeah. thing, and I'm gonna be like, yeah, sure, whatever. We yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. That me, you know, I'll be the one person where they're like, do you want to build a lightsaber? No, no I don't really need no, that. No, no, <laughs> Not need interested. It. I'd rather spend two hundred dollars on food. Um, so, but I still think it's gonna it's gonna look pretty cool. That's opening, I think, in a couple of days. So it's going mm. to be insane. Yeah, you got to wait a year before you yeah. go to that stuff. We're we're hoping. Um, to make it there in like a couple of years, not yeah. next year. We're actually hoping to go to Universal next year because yeah. you've never been, and nope. I haven't been in like I don't know. Well, there's big scary rides. And Sixteen I don't go on years. Them. They don't really. <clears throat> they don't really have very scary. Now. Not all of them, but a good portion of them yeah. are, or they're the interactive rides, mm. <clears throat> kind of the way Jurassic Park is in Disney. Yeah. There's like a lot one. of that, um, and they have. Like 3D and stuff like that. The only, to my knowledge, because I haven't been there in, in so long, the rip rocket thing, whatever, that's like got some huge dip. That's a roller coaster that looks like so much fun, except for the drop. <laughs> like, yeah. Can I hitch a ride <laughs> Pick me up at, at the, the bottom. bottom of that <laughs> hill? I'll just, just, jump, on. just jump right in. Yeah. I don't want to be on that. Um, the Hulk, I actually went on that and was not happy. I was told it's I'm air quoting, not that bad. Yeah. And it was that bad. <laughs> I got, I had such a headache when I got off of that. And then um, the Harry Potter rides are supposed to be really fun. Yeah. So they have less scary stuff than you're thinking. 
Yeah, we didn't. And the, what was that one we didn't go? Seven Dwarves ride or something? We didn't get on that. We one? didn't get it on that because it was like a two and a half hour yeah. wait. And I was like, listen. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> that is an hour and a half too long. Yeah. I have like a one. I will wait on a ride for an hour. That's it. If it's like, oh, you can get on like in an hour five. All right, you're pushing it, but I'll wait, you know, but an hour is my limit and not if I'm standing outside the whole time. If it's I'm sitting in Florida heat. Yeah. If you're entertaining me and you've got like some some type of like interactive world that you did until you get to it. Fine. But I'm not. No, two people waiting 16 hours to get on the Harry Potter when it opens like you need to be medicated. Something is missing in your life <laughs> that she would wait that long to get on a ride that you can get on later. Yeah. It's not like, oh, they. This is the only chance. Yeah. They, they release this ride. It's like a moving circus. You can only ride it this one. Then we're going to tear it down. We're going to blow it up. Yeah. We built it and then we're going to let you ride it and blow it up. That's not what's happening here. They're saying this is the day that it opens. You can ride That's, it for the next although, 30 years. And people are like, no, we're going to wait here for 16 hours to get on this thing. Yeah. You're nuts. That's crazy. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah. So that's that. So shout outs to Reality Bomb Comic Cast, Steady Geekin, um, Parlor 109. Again, I'm going to throw it in there because mm-hmm. uh, they were good to us. And uh, the Village of Brewster Film Fest. Check them out. Yep. Perry. Uh, and not up, uh, not up for debate. And whoever else we freaking forgot. I don't know. It's like 10 something yeah. in, in the PMs. It's late for us. <laughs> it's 10 something in the PMs. It's late. Well, it's. Gosh darn it. It's kind of late. Yeah. We say it's late and then we just sit on our phones till 1230 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like in bed, but on our phones. Need that dopamine. <laughs> so, yeah. So we don't know what's going on for next weekend. You may be hearing about Boston and more of our um, pre-production experiences yeah. well, and what's going on with that. We're meeting with um, our first AC. Yes. So, so um, we'll. That'll be fun. I don't know that we're going to go over everything. Yeah, but that may have you know, to we may have to wait to the following weekend to talk about that because I don't know that we'll have enough time to yeah. record an episode, but we'll tell you all about it and um yeah, if you haven't already checked out our cast, just going to throw it out there. Patrick Dennison, Kieran Anthony, Kat Lindsay, Brent Bruckner, Ryan Kotzer, mm-hmm. Brian Lillard. <laughs> I think Brandon. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> Listen, I am so tired. I almost got through that whole thing. <laughs> it's a B. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Brian, Brandon, whatever. Whatever. Bill. Who cares? It's a really American name. You get it. Yeah. Sorry, Brandon. Brandon Lillard. Fuck. Yep. Almost got through that. I would tell Pumpkins. you to edit that, but it's just funnier that I completely called them by another name. <laughs> Leaving it in. <laughs> so um, go check them out. Go check their pages out. We'll have um, links to them. And they're on our the Vital Sign page as well. So you can go look at all their stuff. They do mm-hmm. really cool things. And um, Brandon and, and- is actually kind of dipping his toes into the acting with us. So I don't think that he has much yeah. for you to but see. He's, but he... Um- you know, he does podcasts and stuff. So he, he, yeah, he was around. Yeah, yeah. He was around like he had wanted to pursue acting, I believe mm-hmm. at one point. So it's not like, you know, he's a plumber. We're right. like, here, stand in front of the camera and say these words. Brandon, the plumber. <laughs> I know. Uh, Brian, the proctologist. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, check him out. Yeah. Check us out next week. Stuff will be going on. Yeah. We'll be talking also, about things. Also, you know, reach out if you want to say hi. You yeah. can email us at uh, gogorillafilm at gmail.com mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, message us on the social media. It's usually um, 
Instagram is the best one. Yeah. Say hi. Here, watch my shit. I love watching people's shit. It's great. Yeah. It's good fun. Good deal. Good deal. And uh, yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye.